So a very warm welcome to you. And actually, this is quite a nice time to, to reflect on when does the meditation actually begin or has it already started? You know, it's uh, a reflection that John Kabat-Zinn likes to remind us of. Has it started now or did it ever stop? And if the meditation is already happening, you might notice what's live for you in your awareness right now. The thoughts that are filtering by. Oh, great, I'm on time. Not the last person in today. I wonder what we'll be doing today. I'm really lucky to be here today. Or perhaps you've got residual thoughts here with you from work, family issues, problems to solve. Those small niggles that have been bugging you all through the day and you haven't quite let go of them yet. Maybe there are hopes or aspirations or dreams. So noticing whatever's here as you you join us now as you start to settle and making space for it all. Perhaps even noticing if these thoughts bring any moods with them or any body sensations. So choosing now to bring body, heart and mind into the same space. But let's make a start anyway. So I'm Jill. And it's a great pleasure to welcome you to this virtual community on behalf of the Oxford Mindfulness Centre and to introduce a very special colleague to lead us through our practice today. So Sarah Silverton may be known to some of you as she worked alongside Mark Williams and the teachers from CMF at UMass in the early days of mindfulness in the UK. So we're talking around about 1996. Um, she was part of the team that established the CMRP in Bangor University, so that's the Centre for Mindfulness Research and Practice. And she's taught many of the familiar established mindfulness curricula for both schools and adults, and has trained, supervised and mentored many mindfulness teachers over the years, including some of those that are in the room with us now. So we're very lucky that she's taken time out from teaching the present, her current project, a new programme to encourage friendly mindful awareness towards experience in the midst of our busy lives to share some of her passion for movement today, and in particular, for practicing being mindful with our body as it moves, rather than doing mindful movement. I hope this subtle difference will reassure you and encourage you to give it a go with the friendly, gentle interest that we've been cultivating over the weeks. And I would encourage you too to listen, really listen to your body as we've done on other sessions, and uh, only do what it feels capable of doing right now. So thank you, Sarah. Thank you for joining this evening. I'll give the floor to you. Many thanks, Jill. It's lovely, lovely introduction. And I'm very excited, happy to be here and um, sharing some movement practice with you all. Um, so so my, my interest in mindful movement is, is in us learning to bring awareness, mindful awareness, mindful attitudes to um, any movement that we do. Um, so we might do it formally, practicing like we're going to do this evening, but, but not this not to be different in what we can do in everyday life. So whether we're walking the dog or we're walking around the supermarket, whether we're doing any exercise that we, we often do, we regularly do, all of this is a lovely opportunity to practice mindfulness as well as everyday movements around um, the house, around, you know, where we live. 
So, so what I would really love us to do tonight is to drop back into um, the basics. So what, what are we doing when we're practicing mindfulness and, and how do we bring that to moving mindfully? Um, so, so what we're doing very simply is that we're bringing awareness to our direct experience, aren't we, when we practice mindfulness. So that's dropping below our thinking about what's happening for us to, to really sense, to tune in to what the body is actually saying to us, what all our senses are saying to us as we experience our moments. Um, you know, and that sounds so simple, doesn't it? And we know that that's not always easy to do when our minds can take over and and run quite a chatter about what's going on and steer us in certain directions that we, our body might not agree with. Um, so what I'd love us to do is to, to spend this evening and we'll, we'll do things a little bit differently next week for those of you that come back next week. But what I'd love us to do is to, to just practice this evening, tuning into what we find and bringing attitudes of friendliness, of curiosity, maybe even playfulness to, to what we're doing. So there truly isn't uh, anywhere to get to with this. We're not gonna create certain shapes. Um, there's no need to be looking around the room to see what other people are doing. This is absolutely us choosing to listen to our bodies and, and move very, very gently. Um, so there may be, that may be a challenge for some people who hoped we were going to do lots of big yoga style movements and, and get our body into all sorts of shapes. And so actually, you know, that's something we'll be practicing too. Can we keep it small? Can we not try and get anywhere with this, but just settle into awareness of how the body's feeling moment by moment? So what we're going to do then is we're going to do um, this evening, do, do something that I've been calling a, a moving body scan. So, so let's begin by just, just kind of spending some moments recognising that here we are, we're, we're sitting down. Maybe you've been sitting there for a little while and, and the awareness of that has kind of disappeared somehow, just moved away from our awareness. So let's just reconnect with, with um, this felt sense of body here. So what is it that we're, we're finding? And no need to be still, you can move around to move feet, hands, sway your body if you want to. So just, just finding, finding the awareness of, of body in this place. And you might play with closing your eyes to do this or keeping them open. It's, it really doesn't matter a bit of both. So just checking in, what, what are the sensations that show up first? What do we notice first? So maybe sometimes that's about the places where the body's connecting. So it can be the sensations of the feet on the floor maybe or the weight of the body on the chair but this this playfulness around not just knowing 
in our minds that that's what's happening, but really feeling this moment of this. So what are these sensations? What's here? So maybe there's warmth. Maybe there's softness, hardness. Maybe a sense of weight. Perhaps the sense of whether the touch is strong or gentle. So maybe the, the sensations are kind of calling strongly from certain parts of the body. But how would it be now just to kind of really broaden your awareness and, and feel all the sensations of contact? So maybe the, the hands on the lap. But maybe also the subtle sensations of clothing touching skin or, or the, the temperature of the air touching skin. We're practicing now just, just dropping into awareness of what's already here, this, this body telling us all these amazing things about its, its experience in this moment. What is this? And maybe there are other senses that are coming into play, sounds, Maybe sensations of taste or smell. Maybe what we can see if we have our eyes open. Maybe sensations of, of movement in the body, just the gentle shift of movement between, between feet or as you rock gently from side to side or or even really subtle movements of, of breath movement in the body as we sit still. So these are special moments of really dropping into the body to, to listen carefully to what it's telling us. Here it is, alive, present, able to share all this incredible information. And what about the, the attitudes that we're, we're bringing to this? Is there a sense of ticking off the boxes, finding the information, or can we just open to what the body shows us? Gently curious. Maybe some playfulness around what's, what's here, what's, what's arising moment by moment. Maybe the sensation shift. So now we're going to practice tuning in to different places in the body. And again, you can, you know, please have your eyes open and use your, your vision to help you do this if you want, or, or close your eyes and just do it with your mind's eye, with your proprioception, helping you find these parts of the body, this wonderful way that we know the shape of our body and where different parts are at different points. So 
So as Jill said, it's really important that you let this practice be a practice that suits you well. Um, so please don't do anything I'm suggesting if that wouldn't be wise for you in this moment. So choose to be still or do something else if, if that works for you. But first of all, let's, let's take our focus to, to our hands. So just notice, oh, what's happening here? Um, maybe happening in the mind and, and, and bringing our focus down into both hands. So noticing what happens as we do this, do we find both hands at the same time or maybe drawn to one hand or the other? Moving between the hands with our awareness. And the invitation is to just very gently play with the different possibilities of movement in the hands. So you might invite them to, I don't know, wiggle your fingers or a circle of your thumb, whatever feels right, curling up your fingers, opening them out. So no right or wrong movement here, just building this relationship, if you like, between your awareness and your hands so that you're, you're listening and inviting and following what they want to do, maybe. exploring the possibilities of movement in the fingers, the thumbs, the hands, maybe feeling the, the connection of hands together. And this dropping below the doing of the movement to really let this be about feeling moment by moment shift of sensation as we move fingers and thumbs and palms, backs of the hands. Can you be really playful with this? What, what can the hands do? What do they like to do? Maybe they've, they've been typing a lot today and are stiff and enjoy just stretching out. Maybe they just want to rest, want to be still. Maybe just very tiny movements of fingertips. Maybe just one finger. So this possibility of tuning into this moment's experience of what's happening with the hands just now. And we know, of course, don't we, that the mind is very likely to wander away, that this is just what the mind likes to do. Maybe still sorting out something from the day or moving on to what's going to happen next. So the job always is just to notice that the mind's moved away, isn't it? And, and then invite it back. So 
how do you best invite your mind back to be with sensations in the hands just now? Maybe it's supportive to open your eyes if you've had them closed or close them if you've had them open. Maybe making the movements smaller or bigger. And then let's just let the hands come back to rest, come back to a place where they're comfortable to be still again. And pausing a moment to stay in touch with them, to feel sensations now, even having moved in those very gentle ways. There's often quite a, quite a ripple, quite a, a flow of sensation that continues beyond the movement itself. So what's here now? Maybe some tingling or fizzing, maybe some sensations of warmth perhaps, sensations of contact of hands where they're resting. So let's, let's practice now by, by shifting our focus and this time let's bring it up to the, the area just at the, the top of the neck, the base of the skull. So you might want to find that with your fingers or just give it a gentle massage, a little bit of a rub. So just, just tuning into where it is in the body, how it's feeling just now. Recognizing it. And then again, just really inviting you to be, be playful with, with moving just this part of the body. But quite a lot of possible movements here. So just tiny movements of playing with, perhaps turning the head gently from side to side or, or lifting the chin and lowering just a tiny amount. Tipping the head from side to side, just just playing with how it would like to move. Seeing whether you can let this part of the body lead the movement. You don't need to choose it. You're just following what it would like to do. Watching any urges to make the movement bigger and create anything by moving up an awareness. So really letting that playfulness and exploration, curiosity, and this friendliness of listening to what the body is saying. Maybe finding some places that are sensation stronger, a little bit tighter, and just gently Touching those sensations, but maybe easing away again to, to let go of that tightness just now, but maybe staying there a wee bit longer. Something like my neck, maybe there's some sounds that go with this and clicks and creaks and 
So no need to follow what I'm doing unless that's helpful for you, but just go freestyle, play with what you're, what this part of the body would like to do just now, what feels good. And how do you know that? What is it that the body says that tells you that it's enjoying the movement? Can you find that? It's the kind of release, it's the warmth, the flow. What's happening? So just pausing there and and again, just recognizing what's here right now, having moved in that way. Some echoes of movement may be felt in the body, even though we're still now. So let's shift our focus now to, to our shoulders. And so shoulders, maybe just doing one at a time, maybe both together, so choosing. You know your shoulders, you know what they like to do, what they they have some, some limitations in the movement in your shoulders. So, so again, keeping it really small. This is not about creating movement, but about feeling the body moving. So, so let's just play with play with moving the body gently, playfully, wondering how it would like to move just now. And if your challenge is to keep it really, really small, then please do that. Just tiny, tiny movements, more challenging to tune into in our awareness. So not at all uh, doing it in a, a lesser way, just, just listening carefully. Can we find all the ways that each shoulder would like to move. In this sense of, we can't be, can't be finished with this movement. If the practice is to be aware, we could keep going, keep playing with this because each moment will be a little bit different. What are your shoulders saying to you just now? What are these sensations? Really recognizing that some parts of the body offer clearer awareness of sensations than others. Maybe we're less practiced at tuning in to some parts and not so, so clear of what we're noticing. So again, let's allow the, the shoulders to be still now and just, just pause with 
what's here, what's, what's happening in the shoulders as we allow them to be still. Let's move our awareness now to the trunk of the body. Um, so, so you might want to stand up to do this. You, you might want to stay seated. That's absolutely fine. So, so choosing what would work for you best. Um, and, and let's just play again with well, what, what movement is possible here? What's the, what are the different ways that the trunk of the body would like to move? But maybe maybe it's it's gently twisting from side to side and and just watching that tendency of habit perhaps to create a movement to just get the job done. Oh yes, I've done some twisting. I'm done now. It's dropping below that that creating movement to really feel sensations of movement that's what the task is here that's the practice maybe tipping side to side maybe recognizing uh, quite different sensations on one side of the body to the other Maybe, maybe curling forwards, allowing the spine to tip forward and maybe, maybe opening up, so lifting the chest bones slightly to lengthen the front of the body. So all these possibilities. So playing with what feels good, listening carefully to what the body would like, what it's saying to us. Maybe some movements that feel like they're releasing somewhere. Maybe some that are energizing, that are really allowing the body to wake up if it's been still for a long time, sitting at a computer. And playing, creating sensation, not movement. Nowhere to get to. So again, let's, let's just pause and listen carefully, tune in to what the body is saying, having moved in those ways. So let's shift our focus again now, and, and this time bring our focus down to an area of our hips, our pelvis. So again, this might be something you want to seated, um, or, or maybe stand up. So, so choose at this point whether the energy is there to stand up, or whether you, you're better staying seated. Um, and again, just this playful playing, this, this checking in with 
you know, what kind of movement can we create through, can we allow through our, our hips? Um, maybe a gentle rocking from side to side, forward and back. Um, maybe seated, we can, we can move our, our hip joint a little bit, just circle it around a wee bit. Maybe just lift the foot off the floor and place it down. But doing this to create sensation, to allow the body to move in a way that it would like to and listening to what it's telling us. Maybe the, the playfulness is, is, is settling in with you and you want to do something that's, that's more playful, a, a rocking side to side, a kind of swing forward and back. And just, again, interested, curious about the sensation that you can create by, by just moving the body in quite simple ways kind of specific yoga style movements needed to, to feel the body moving. Maybe the mind is moving into um, recognizing issues with your body and judging, liking, not liking comparing body now to other times in your life. Um, so just that's what's happening and just recognizing that that's what the mind's offering to this moment. And, and just as best you can, really settling back into the sensation of this, into the moments of just moving and feeling the body moving. So again, let's allow the body to be still. Let's allow it to come to stillness. Stillness really always uh, a place of movement practice that we don't give too much focus. So just the stillness between movements, the, the moments of just being able to let go into stillness. That's really sensing how well supported this part of the body is by the chair just now. Feeling how much we can let go and trust into the chair supporting us, holding our weight. And listening, listening so carefully to the body sensations, to what it's saying just now.
Okay, so let's shift our focus again. And this time, let's take it down to, to the feet and the ankles. So again, if you've been, been standing, you might want to sit back down or you've been seated, you might want to stand up for this one. And, and just, just bringing that focus down to your feet and your ankles. And, and again, just playing with how would they like to move just now? What's possible just now? The sensations around the toes, maybe the, around the balls of the feet, feeling right into the outside part of the foot, maybe the contact points against the floor. Maybe feeling how the, the feet can lift off. What do they feel like if they lift away from the floor? So different sensations in the feet. These sensations elsewhere in the legs, but what's happening in the feet? Playing with moving the ankles, perhaps circling the ankles, flexing and pointing the toe, perhaps. Just to really offer opportunity for sensation, not to get anywhere. Just really fully intend to tune in to this part of the body, sensation that we're feeling right now. Again, if you're feeling playful, then maybe there's a, there's a gentle kind of paddling of the feet on the floor and um, maybe, maybe wobbling a foot, giving it a bit of a, a wibble and a wobble, so let the ankle be loose. Um, so this curiosity about our relationship with this part of the body, how are we meeting it? What are we offering in our attention just now? Is the warmth and friendliness and, and care, maybe there's really real interest, perhaps concern if there's been an injury here. So what are you bringing to awareness of this practice, this movement? And I wonder if you can notice right now whether it's the body that's creating the movements that are happening or the mind. Um, this sometimes uneasy partnership, isn't there, between um, who's in control here? What's happening? As best you can, just learning the body, choose how it wants to move, the feet and the ankles just moving and letting the mind just follow. Is that possible just now? So let's again make the choice to allow the feet to be still, let them come to rest. 
Maybe that happens straight away. Maybe it takes a few moments for the feet to settle. Maybe they're, they're wanting to keep moving. They're not a bit reluctant to, to be still. And just once they come to stillness, if they will, then just checking in again. What's, what's here? What's here now, having, having moved them in this way? In this moment, what's here? Maybe there's some tingling, fizzing. Maybe that's in a particular part of the foot or the ankle, maybe throughout. Sensations of warmth or coolness, touch. Maybe this recognition of the places that touch the floor and, and the parts of the foot that don't. Dropping into awareness of sensation. So let's now allow our focus of attention to slowly zoom out. So a bit like a camera lens opening to include more and more of the body. So including the lower legs, the knees, the upper legs, pelvis, the hips, through the trunk of the body, shoulders, arms, hands, up through the neck and throat, and including the head and the face. So how's it now to hold all of the body in awareness? What's here just now as you open to the whole body, maybe some places calling more loudly. So how would it be just now to allow the awareness to settle on the the quietest place in the body. Perhaps the place that's stillest or sensations are most subtle. Dropping into this part of the body and just checking in, what is this, what's here? Easy to be in touch with lots of sensation. Can we be in touch with quietness, stillness? What's this?
So when you're ready, we're just going to have a, um, a pause of movement practice just for a few moments. So, so just being curious now that, you know, as I say that, um, noticing what happens to your awareness of your body. Do you, do you switch it off straight away and come straight to, oh, now we're, now we're talking, now we're thinking. Um, or whether the awareness of the body is still, still here as strongly still in touch with what's here and how you're seated, what's going on in different parts of the body. So no right or wrong, just, just curious. And we just wanted to just have a, a few words about this, how this might connect into everyday life. Um, you know, what is it we're doing that, that could show up just as easily? in our everyday moments. Um, you know, we're thinking about this as practice. You know, we're practicing mindful awareness of our body and our body as it moves. And so how, how could we remember to do this in everyday life? You know, what would, what would allow us to, to really choose to be this curious, this friendly, this in touch with what the body is telling us moment by moment through the day. Um, maybe we'd need to choose certain times of day to do it, certain places to be reminded to do it in connection with certain activities perhaps that we're doing. Um, but there's, there's the invitation for you. If you're going to come next week, then, then have a play with it through the week. What would it be like to really check in with the body through the week in moments in your everyday and really know that you're practicing mindfulness as you do this. So now for the next few moments, we, we have an invitation for you to, to really listen to what, what your body is saying and, and what it's been saying to you as you've been practicing, but also maybe something different now. And I'm really inviting you to go back to parts of the body that would like to move a little bit more or to move very quietly again. Um, maybe there are parts of the body that we, we didn't move just now and, you know, there, there certainly were. So maybe they need to be moved just now, you know, the legs, the knees, the elbows, the arms and the face. So, so just giving you some, a few moments now to, to go away, you know, come away from the screen if you want to, turn your camera off if that feels better, and just, just move in a way that the body's asking you to move. So letting your body tell you and let go of the, the mind, go, oh, yes, well, I need to do some, some hamstring stretches because I haven't done those today. And, and maybe moving around a little bit, standing up and, and moving your body, if that feels good for you, or just stretching out on the chair a bit and, and, and listening in. What would, what would be helpful? What would the body like to do? Um, so just having a play with that for a few moments. I'll, I'll do a few, moment, few movements. So if you're, if you're stuck and want to follow some movements, then please just follow what I'm doing if that works for you. But um, but, you know, really go freestyle now and, and have a play.
And as you move, stay in touch with the movement. Don't just move because you think that's the movement that's needed and get the job done, but, but let it evolve, let it, let it grow from what it's telling you as you move. So maybe it's flowing more, maybe it's getting bigger or smaller. And this practice of, of really building a relationship with your body, what would it like? How do you know that the, your, your body is enjoying how you're moving it just now? Are there times when you push it beyond what it would like to do, really? Or times when you're, you're too cautious with it, too careful? Let it move freely. And see how you are with this. What's it like to, to just kind of give yourself permission to, to follow what the body's asking for? Keep checking in. Ooh, what kind of movement could I do? Nothing special needed, just... Just moving, something tiny. Maybe watching how this impacts mood. Some movements that really support you to feel more at ease or, or more cheerful or a bit more creative, a bit more willing to give something a go. This extraordinary body that we live in our entire lives, really supporting our best relationship we can have with this body by building this willingness to listen and respond to what we find. And then as a, a final thing, just inviting you, whether you're seated or standing, to, to do just as a bit of a wobble, a bit of a, a if you don't know what I mean by a wet dog shake. <laughs> so, so just having a, having a kind of, you know, being a wet Labrador, you've just got out the lake and you're going to soak people either side of you as much as you can so maybe that goes up maybe it stays down maybe it's big maybe it's small so just just that oh, real wobble and shake and 
And notice how that feels. What's it feel like in the body? What's it feel like in your mood? Are you feeling silly or are you enjoying it? <laughs> so just doesn't matter. It's just, just oh, what's here? What is it? What's, what's happening? Is there something you're comfortable with doing or, or not very? Can you can you let yourself go into a bit more of a wobble and a wobble and a play? And then again, just just allowing yourself some moments to to settle into to being in stillness again. Watching whether that comes easily or whether the body is a little bit reluctant. It's been enjoying, enjoying some bigger movements. And once more, just checking in what's here, what's in the body. What's it saying to us in this moment? maybe even offering some, some appreciation, some gratitude for all that it does for us. Extraordinarily supportive of everything that we do in daily life. Many thanks, guys. So I think we're going, going to invite um, any comments or questions in the chat now. Um, and then Jill's, we've only got a few moments, so Jill said that she would she would pull out a few sort of common questions maybe, and maybe you can just respond to those if there are any. But it'd be lovely just to, just a word or two, um, you know, it doesn't have to be maybe even a colour or a sensation or, or something that you notice to, to put into the chat. So, so do you just have a look? Somebody said, I feel like I've had a mindful massage and it's oh. lifted my mood. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Surprisingly enjoyable. That's interesting, mm -hmm. isn't it? Um, I feel amazing. I need to be doing that much more often. I cheered up a lot with the shakes. I don't. I think you weren't the only one, Virginia. <laughs> See lots of big smiles. Then. <laughs> My body felt so loved. Champagne bubbles on an ordinary Wednesday. Yeah. Love the Labrador shake. Feeling energized. Appreciation and connection. From South Africa, thank you. That was amazing. Um, and from somebody else, I found it interesting to touch when I moved one part of the body against another. So there's lots of observations here. Not many questions, Sarah. Um, no. Oh, here's a question. Is it suitable for someone recovering from a stroke with paralyzed uh, with paralyzed right hand side of the body? Ah, interesting. Well, I, um, I, I did train as an OT, so I have some awareness of, 
of what's needed for stroke rehab, but that's probably out of date. But from what I remember, the touching part of the body that, that was paralyzed was always a good thing to do. You know, just, just holding it, touching it, stroking it, you know, inviting it back to, to kind of being, being um, awake for us. So that was always, always something that we did as OTs back, but that's a long time ago. <laughs> yes. I think I think as long as we're very careful for all of us that we're not over moving, you know, that we're not creating a movement and not listening to what the body's saying to to um, tell us that that's too much. You know, tuning into what's too much is 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 crucial. I think for all of us, isn't it, not to push too hard. Um, but I think also the other end, you know, we could be overcautious, can't we? And you know, oh no, I don't move like that. And actually, we might build up to moving more quite quickly and surprise ourselves. <laughs> um, I don't know. As I get a bit older, if I stop moving, then I seize up quite quickly. So it's you know, staying gentle and moving often is is kind of the key. There's lots of comments about it being really fun um, and that it was curious to notice when we were invited um, to notice the quietest place in the body that they were actually full of sensations. Yeah. yeah. Um, somebody else has said, creating sensations, not movements. So there's freedom and asking them, when did I stop dancing? When did I yeah. stop dancing? Ryan, people, yeah. yeah. A lot of people um, observing that it, the Labrador shape was very necessary, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the wobble, <laughs> and the wobble. So, not many more. I'm really inviting you to feel the difference of moving the body in this way to when we're doing mindful movement. You know the kind of prescribed movements that we might be doing. You know that um, sometimes we we get too caught in the doing of the movement itself, and we. We lose awareness, don't we? We lose a, a sense of the, the kind of mindful um, attitudes alongside it. And, you know, we're just trying to do it right, aren't we? And whatever that is, you know, get the, get the movement done. Um, and Chris has observed it's amazing how many muscles are involved in making simple movements. Yeah. You know, conscious yeah. coordination, which is exactly what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. Just paying attention to what's going on. And did you notice, even with tiny movements somewhere, that the ripple afterwards wasn't just there, was it? It, it spread quite a long way into the body. You know, so it's, you can really feel the way the body's interconnected, can't you? All the movements um, you know, involve the whole body. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Any yeah. last thoughts or comments? Well, nice have, as we run uh, into our last three minutes. Yeah. Someone asking about the breath. Um, can we move with the breath? Um, yes, of course. Um, you know, the, and the, the breath can really, really support movement. You know, that breathing in or breathing out with a movement can can really help us to to activate and release movements. Um, you know, and we can use the rhythm of the breath to move move with. The rhythm of the breath um, and the breath itself obviously is a movement you know we're watching the body move as we watch our breath and we that's what we do um, 
Yeah, for moving the face, just make facial expression. Absolutely. You know, can you can you get all your features moving? Maybe one at a time. You know, one eye, one nostril, an eyebrow. You know, just it's kind of just being playful with the possibilities, isn't it? Rather than you know creating formed shapes with the face that we do more often. And Sarah, one last question here. Can, can mm -hmm. this evoke trauma for some who've had issues with movement? I think most people I've, I know that have been working with trauma find permission to move in a way that they can move to be um, very supportive. So we're not asking them to do any specific movements that might be opening um, in a way that they're they're not choosing just now. So staying in control and listening to the body and moving to what the body's saying um, creates a lot more choice, doesn't it? A lot more freedom to move in a way that's wise for each of us. And we're not encouraged, I don't know about you, but you know, if you're in a movement class and other people are doing things, and even if you think it's not wise for you, you often get caught into doing that movement too, because it feels awkward not to be doing it whereas this style of moving kind of genuinely invites people to choose for themselves and you know most of the time we couldn't even see see each other moving could we we didn't need to do that so so it kind of gives us much more freedom mm. I hope that answers the question thank you sarah